0: In in the fourth chapter of and the Altareb is when the Altareb explains them tam the reason why Why are Malochim referred to as Elochim? As thus is the far that the reason that they're referred to as Elochim is because they draw their life force he mepinis is from the outer dimension of godliness. V'shem alakim hu mepinis and the name alakim refers to the outer dimension of godliness. Bring ter drayf avdem dray psukim. So he refer, he brings three psukim which indicate that the malachim are referred to as alakim. One pasuk is ki Hashem alakechem alakim. Because Hashem, your God, is the God of Elokim. Elokim over here refers to the angels. He is the God of the angels. And the angels are referred to by the name Elokim. Another pasuk is, uh, Praise the God of the angels. Again, referred to as Elokim. And the third Elohim, The sons of Elokim, meaning the angels which are called the sons of Elokim. They came with Syatzev to they they came to stand before Hashem. So the Alter Rebbe quotes three psukim in which angels are referred to by the name of Lakim. Is the Tanya. So my, the Rebbe's father explains in his comments on Tanya as the three psukim that the three psukim which the Alter Rebbe uses to indicate that the angels are referred to as Alakim, they refer, they correspond to the three different levels of angels that there are. There are three levels of angels: sraphim, chayes, and eifanim. These are three different groupings, types of angels. But in which are those three types of angels, each resides in a different world. Bria, the world of Bria has angels, they are called sraphim. The world of Yetzira has angels, they are called Chayas, and Nasiya, the world of Asiya has angels, those are called Efanim. Well that is Mysiv, and then he adds, the Savusam they they are brought into being, these angels are brought into being from you know we know that letters are what how Hashem the word the letters that Hashem used in order to create of creation, including the angels. So there are three different types of letters which bring into being the three different categories of angels. From which these letters, three different types of letters, and letters also represent the outer dimension of creation, of how Hashem uh, brought about creation. The three letters three different types of letters from which the angels were brought into being, were created, in other words. Tel and Zich and these letters also can be divided into three groupings of different types of letters. There is the letters of Machshava, letters when a person thinks. There is also the use of letters in order to formulate thoughts. That's what created the angels in the world of Bria. The letters of Dibur, of speech, When you speak, also, of course, you're using letters. Those are the ones that brought about the angels in Yetzirah. And then there's the letters which pertain to Misa, like, for instance, writing letters on a paper or engraving them on a stone and so on. Those are letters which are brought into the level of uh, something that is made. So they are the ones that wrote about the angels which are found in the world of Asiya, which are the ephanik. So that's what the Rebbe's father adds to this discussion, and from the Reh is take from the fact that he adds all this information it seems that when the Alter Rebbe brings three separate psukim to indicate that angels are called by the name Malakim the three psukim which uh, referred to three different types of angels, is the Alt-Rebbe Oysen, so the Alt-Rebbe wants to allude to, he wants to explain to us also by, in, a, in an indirect way, he's not only telling us that there are three different types of angels, which come, which are created through the name of the Kim, and which is the reason why they're called by that name, because they come from that name, that's not the only thing he's trying to convey. Nor but also, as in the Shem that in this Neim which relates to the letters, letters, which are the outer dimension of creation, which brings them into being, which creates them, is that there are three different types of letters as well and that also relates to the three psukim which the Alter Rebbe brings and what are they? the Shem Alekim Vashtet in Eshton Pasik, the name alakim which is brought in the first Pasek Ya Shem because Hashem your God is the God of the angels that refers to the letters of thought from which are created the angels which are in the world of Bria or otherwise known as Srafim the Shem was V'Shtayt In Satan Pasuk. Then there is the name Lakim which is found in the second Pasuk, which Alter Rebbe quotes. Haydu Lelekei Thank praise to the God of the Angels. V'ist Oif Adibur. That refers to the letters of speech. Vosf Maze Ver from which are created the angels, which are in the world of Yitzira, which are called Chayes. On the Shem Alakim V'Shtayt In Written Pasuk. In the name Alakim, which is uh, found in the third passage which the author ever quotes, which is the sons of Elakim, meaning the angels which are referred to by that name the sons of Elakim, came to stand before Hashem that pasuk, that is referring to the letters in action in the uh, which are brought into activity in other words like writing and so on From which are created the angels which reside in the world of Asiya, otherwise known as Efanim. So that's what it seems that these three psukim. From the fact that the Rebbe's father brings that whole all of these details into the discussion, and his initial comment was that the three psukim that the Alter Rebbe brings refer to three different levels of angels. So also the second point that the Rebbe's father is making, that the letters are different types of letters, thought, speech, and action, also refer to the three different angels, of course, and also to the three psukim, from which the Alter Rebbe brings the proof that the angels are called alakim, because there are three different levels of angels, and each one, each posuk indicates another type of angel, and from where it comes. So we have to understand, why is it important for what is being discussed in the Geras HaTshuva here? What benefit do we get in understanding what is trying to be conveyed in the Geras HaTshuva to tell us that each group of angels comes from a different type of Oisius, whether thought or speech or action. Then the Tattivodge gesogt bloys as the drip sukim and the lignege that give him begines malochim If all the Rebbes father would say was that each each possek prefers to a th- different type of angel Volt mig kennt me war would be we could explain it, we could understand why this is important to know and the reason is as the Tam the Alta Rebbe bring to the drip sukim is sematge said that the reason why the Alter brings three separate psukim, is to emphasize it's to tell us that every level of angels the even the very highest level of angels the angels which are found in the world of Bria which is the highest level that we just discussed the ones that are called Srafim is trying to point out that his point that the Alter Rebbe is making in, in here in Egeres he Why he brings the whole discussion of angels in to begin with is he's trying to draw the distinction between the angels which are created through ElaKim, and as he will continue to say, in the Shemes Yisrael the souls of the Jewish people are brought into being through the name Yutke Vofke Avayat. So he wants to say that not only the lower level angels but even the very highest level of angels also only originate in the name ElaKim. If, that's, if he kept it to that, then we can understand why it's important to know that. That all the levels of angels. But now that the Rebbe's father adds another level to it. And he says that the, th- the three different levels of angels come from three different levels of letters. So from this we understand, as a learned up, or, uh, as a, a letter, from which it becomes clear as the Rebbe already said before that the Alter Rebbe uses three different psukim not only to show that there are three different levels of angels but also that the three levels of angels come from three different levels of letters the thought, speech and action so now that he's brought out that this is also an important part of the discussion, which kind of letters they come from, is to so then the question is, as he said before, why is it important here in the Geras Hatshuva? So, why do we need to know here in the Geras the very, the fine details of how, um, angels come into being from this type of letter, that type of letter we can understand why we need to be told that all levels of angels come from Lakim. that's because he's trying, drawing the distinction between the Shemiz Yisrael and Malachim but why is it important for us to know the finer points of how angels come into being, from this type of letter or that type of letter, how is it important here in addition to this in addition to this we also have to know we have to understand more thoroughly what is trying to be conveyed what is he talking about here in the Geras the explanation of why why is it that Malachim are called Elakim it comes as a a follow up to what was discussed earlier, that there is a certain quality about the neshama of a person, over the life source of all other creations, as the Tzva and Afilim that even, the heavenly bodies, which are considered to be of a higher um, created level they, they they function much more in, with a greater awareness of godliness as the Rammam says that the sun and the moon and the heavenly bodies have a greater awareness of God's presence than than the, the stuff on earth so he wants to point out that the neshama of a person of a Jew is on a higher level than the heavenly bodies. That's one thing that has to be said. And even then, the angels, and the way they're brought into being, the way they are created, because they're created from, and they continue to live from, an uh, an infusion of godly energy, life force, which comes from the outer dimension of godliness. Whereas the neshama of a person, the life force which Hashem Injected into the world through the ten statements with which he created the world. Whereas the neshama of a person comes from the inner dimension of life, of the way Hashem emanates life. Only that. So, in other words, just to put it in simple terms, when, a, when someone uh, does something, Sometimes people do things which, they're, that is not the end purpose of what they're doing. Like, if you're building a house, you need a plumber. Does anybody have an interest in a plumber? No, but you need, uh, you need to be able to live in a house. So you need pipes, you need water, you need so on, sanitation. So you need a plumber to make that happen. Can you compare that, your need for a plumber, to the reason why you're building the house, which is to bring your family into the home, a place for your family to live? So the family is the inner purpose of the house. The, all the other things which happen in order to make a house ha- happen, they are the outer dimension. Yes, you want a plumber, but it's an, only in order to, bring, to lead to the house which will be able to house your family. That's the real purpose of it. So the family is called the inner dimension of your will, of what this is all about, of the project. The outer dimension of the project is everything else that happens around the building of the house. So the malachim and the heavenly bodies, even they, which are the higher sphere of the, of what's, of the project of creation, they too are only a means to an end. So they come from the outer highest of creation. Whereas Neshama Israel, that is the purpose of creation. So they are the inner dimension of Hashem's will and why He brings it, and therefore, all of them is invested into Neshama Israel. Nor, however, the What happens is the Neshama Israel they become. They originate in the inner dimension of Hashem and because that's what's closest to him and that's the whole purpose however how does he actually bring a human into being that is done you have to create a body and you have to bring the Neshama into the body how is that done? Hashem filters it through the Asarim Amaris the 10 states which has brought everything into creation so there's also a statement of creation which is called Nasa Adam, let us make men and the reason that he has to do it through the letters in other words which is diminishes the, the power of the, of the energy which is being transmitted because in order for the neshama to be able to enter a physical body it needs to be diminished and that happens through filtering through the, the ten statements but it's, in its origins the, 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 the Neshama is created from Shemavaya from the inner dimension of Hashem's uh, relationship with creation so in, in, uh, in reference to this he says and that's why the Malachim are called by the name Malachim that through this which was mentioned before that Malachim come from the outer dimension of the uh, godly energy is whereas the, the neshama of a person comes from the inner dimension. By this, we'll also understand them. Why malachim are called by the name elohim They carry the name elokim. Whereas the name uh, the neshama of a person is shema is a part of the name Havaya, not the name Alakim. We bring the roif freer than pasuk kichelg Havaya. Amay as we referred to earlier in the in Tanya. By the pasuk kichelg Hashem, Amay because the nation of Hashem is a part of Havaya. The name Havaya is is used. Fal Hashem Alakim uvechin is and the reason is why the malachim are called Alakim and the neshamas are called. Havayah is because Shem is on the outer dimension, and Shem is where Havayah refers to the inner dimension of the energy, and therefore, since the Neshama of the Yidin is the inner core of what the purpose creation is, that's why we're intimately connected to Hashem's uh, life uh, energy force. so We have to understand it. We have to understand it. Since, for of all the other creations which come from the outer dimension of the energy of creation, which is what every single part of creation except for the Jewish uh, souls, malachim It's only malachim which carry the name Malachim Nothing else in creation is called by God's name. Only the malachim is the fun aichacha. This is from this we understand. This is clear evidence. Azair angirufen. Hashem alakim that the reason why they carry the name alakim is mitzad amaylam because there is some outstanding uh, quality about an angel and over and above all the other parts of creation the malachim have something about them which is so far beyond the rest of creation that it they carry the name of Hashem and that they, this quality that the angels have even outdoes the the other heavenly bodies as we talked about the sun the moon the stars and so on which are not referred to as godly uh, bodies at all is they a state in them so what is this quality about the angels why is it that an angel is called by the name of Hashem the reason is because the godly energy which is contained within the angels is not at all is, is very much revealed it's very clear when somebody sees an angel or whatever that would be called somebody sees an angel they immediately see that this is a godly being you see the godly energy within it that's why they're called by the name of Likim. from That's why they're referred to as godly. Because when you look at an angel, what you see is the godly energy which brings it into being. When you look at anything else, all you see is a lump of clay, a lump of earth, or a lump, a ball of fire. You don't see God. When you look at the sun, you see fire. Do you see God? No. When you look at an angel, you see. The godly energy which is in it is the most obvious thing about it, and that's why it's called by that name. Is So according to this, we have to understand. It talks about this this level, uh, this uh, energy, the godly energy which brings which creates the malachim was. Azeir Chaius is nor from What it's trying to the the point that he's trying to make in the Igeres Hatshubah is why does he talk about the uh, what creates the, the energy that creates the angels is to make make the point that it's only an outer dimension of of creation that they come from an outer dimension of the creative energy. de Chaius alongside the uh, the creation of the heavenly bodies and the rest of creation as well. So then why here is it important to point out that the angels are called by Hashem's name. That is merely describes not from where their energy comes but how it's implanted in them that when the godly energy resides within them angels, it's obvious and it's very in it's in a revealed way, in a manifest way. Thus in tells the fact that they're different than everything else in creation, because in them you see the the godly energy that's within them in a very manifest way. As the states and say Why is it important here? What he the point that he's making about angels is Angels are created from the outer dimension of godly energy, creative energy. Humans, the Jewish soul, is, comes from the inner dimension of godly energy. That's the point he's trying to make. So why make an issue of the fact that the way the godly energy is found within the angels is in such a way that is very manifest. And that's why they're called by the name of the Kim. Why is that important to this discussion? The question is even greater in regards to the human soul which comes from the inner dimension of Shem we don't find that a person should be referred to as godly as God humans don't have the name Elakim or Avayat attached to them as as is clear also here from this discussion, too, and then by the Inian novel, Adam Sa'adam, Zokhtanish as Nikras Havaya. Here, the Altarebbe doesn't say when he's trying to make the distinction and show how the neshama of a person is greater than an angel, he doesn't say that the human is called Havaya, whereas the an angel is only called Elikim. He doesn't say that at all. The Azok game of locham, as he does make the point about angels. Nor as he chaylik shemavaya baruchu. All he says, all he says is that the soul is a part of the shemavaya, not that it's called by the shemavaya. On the time the is and the reason why he doesn't he doesn't say that. Is because while in the highest, while is the highest Of course, a person is not called by the name Avaya because when you look at a person, you don't see Avaya. It does. It's not clear that a person is uh, comes from God. It, it, it the the dominant factor of a person when you look at it is not that he is godly, a piece of God. We don't see that at all. Whereas when an angel, you look at an angel, all you see is godliness. That's why a human cannot be referred to by Hashem Havaya. U'Nochmer and even more so, from them was nishma to Adam vet nishdan guruf nafilu b'shem alakim. The fact that a person, a human, is not even—never mind Havaya—we don't even refer to them by the name alakim. Metzadem was ach kach yordai yideh b'chinas aisis shevamaymena nasa Adam. It would have made some sense because. Although the origins of a human are from Shemavaya, but then, as we said before, when it, in order to bring it into the, this world, the physical world, into a human physical body, it needs to go through oisius of the, the, the words which bring about creation, the ten statements, let us make man. That means that it's filtered through elohim through the name elohim so, in fact, the human soul also comes via the name of Lakim. So, it would have made sense on some level to refer to the human as the name of Lakim as well. But we don't do that either. Not even a Lakim do we use to de- describe a human. So, it's not, never mind that Avaya is not manifest in a person when you look at him. Not even a lachim le- is manifest in a person when you look at him. For the tzerbiyos, so then we need to understand. Via, via, does massim, via does massim bring in an inyan? How does it fit to to bring to discuss a matter here? Was veist oiv der milu from alocham ev nishmas adam. If the point of the Al-Tadab is to bring out how the neshama of a person is greater than a Malach, so why is he describing why a Malach is greater than a person? He tells you that a Malach is called a lakim Why is that? Because it's manifest within him. Whereas when you look at a person, not manifest at all. That's why he's not called by Shema lakim or avaya for sure not. So then why does he bring that here if he's trying to make the point that a, a human is greater than a Malach? When the point that he's making is how the human soul is greater than the heavenly bodies, and even certainly than heavenly bodies, and even greater than Malachim. So why does he make a point of explaining why that a Malach is called a Likim Gimel? the in them. So perhaps we, the explanation could be: is this is this? Those was the The reason the Al Tareba quotes this Posak, that the the uh <clears throat> Hashem's nation, the people, the Jewish people, are a part of Avaya. Is Kavanosetsa Masbazai and what he wants to explain here is Nisht Nor the Shay Dash and Shama from Shemavaya is from Shem not just to make the point that the source that the Yidden, the Neshama of a Jew, is rooted in Shem That's not the only point he's trying to make. Nor oich, but also the, he's trying to make the point that Nishma Sa'adam in but also that you should know that the way the Neshama is here, down here in this world, in the human body, that only when the when the soul is in the human body, can it be called the the neshama of man? Because man, of a person, a human, is a a soul and a body together. So it can only be referred to as the soul of man when it's in the body. So, he's saying that the neshama of a person, meaning even here in this world, is a a part of Hashem even the way it's down here. Not that back there a thousand levels up it's a part of Shem Avaya but by the time it gets to the body uh, it's lost its connection to Shem not at all even here it's still called Shem Avaya and as he continues a little later on as in that in the neshama of a person down here in this world there are the the four letters of Shemavaya represented in the Nishama of a person. For thus is which he brings in order to explain the idea of Tshuva, that the hey tata Tosh of Hei, the bottom hey, the lower the the second hey of Shemavaya, how it's how it becomes uh, corrupted and it has to be reunited with the other three letters and it has to be elevated. So he explains that whole makeup of the Nishama as it's made up, comprised of. Four different levels, each one um, pertaining to a letter in, in Shemavaya. And the reason he explains it is Valdosvast, the Shemavaya, he explains it because it's important to know that the fact that the Neshama of a person down here is still connected to Shemavaya, Gitzav it explains the, the great. What happens, the great compromise that happens to the neshama when a person commits a sin. As that through every sin that a person commits, is men goyrim, a person causes, as the Ashbah, and that the energy of Shemavaya, of the second letter of hey of Shemavaya, gets lowered into Golos. It takes the energy, which is godly energy, and Sinks it into, submerges it, attaches it to the commission of a sin, which is a place of klipah. So you've taken holy energy and submerged it into sin, into klippah. Um, in, in fact, it's not only the second letter of hey, in other words, the, the lowest letter, letter of the Shemavaya, but all the other letters, the three upper letters of Shemavaya, are also compromised. You cause a compromise also in the first, the upper three letters. In other words, he explains the connection between the neshama and the letters of Shemavaya in order to explain the seriousness of a sin and why tshuva is so important and critical. So even though it's true, as we said, he, he himself says that at the beginning it comes from pnimisachais that originates in pnimisachais, which means in shemavaya canal. Aber achakach, but then afterwards is in in order, as we said before, in order for the Nshema to be able to enter into a physical body yarda, it it's lowered down says it's through the. Through the letters of the, Shema, uh, as we said before, the letters of the ten statements, particularly the statement "Let us make man," where the letters represent Shemalakim. So, in other words, the the energy of the neshama now gets filtered through Shemalakim. even Even so this is true that this happens. Even so, is Nishma The neshama of a person still remains connected to the inner dimension of the chayas of the energy the, of the creative energy that the Neshama as it is here in the body is still connected a part of Havaya Shem havaya. so this is the point that the Altarev is making that even when the Neshama comes down here where it's filtered through Shem it's still connected to Shemavaya, the And that's how the Neshama is on a higher level, is more has this added quality over all the other elements of creation. even though, if you look on the other hand, everything in creation originates in Shemavaya. As he explained in Shari Chidba the second section of Tanya, as the Pirush from Shem Avaya is, that the meaning of the word Havaya, why is it called Avaya? It means to bring into being. Havaya means to make be, to make something exist. Why is it called by that name? Because because it's the name Avaya which brings everything into being. It takes something that doesn't exist and makes it exist. So that's the that's the function of shem Avayah. So in other words, that everything in creation actually originates in avaya. On the is mit from and the name of Akim, all it does is reduce the energy of shem Avayah as the creation comes about, or the master them, conceals the origin of shem Avayah so that something can exist independently. Because if everything was aware, intensely aware of its origins of Shemalakim, wouldn't be able to exist independently, so it needs Shemalakim in order to mask its origin, in order for it to be able to exist independently as a physical creation so then, how is the Neshama different than everything else in creation, it originates in Avaya everything originates in Avaya it comes down and it filters through Shemalakim, just like everything else in creation, so what's Outstanding about the Jewish neshama that is different than the rest of creation. But the neshama of the yid is very different, very, very different than everything else in creation. Because even after it comes down into this world, into the body, through the letters of the ten statements which are the shemalakim in order to enter into a body in this physical world even though that happens even as it is down here in a body is still intensely connected to Shem, Shem whereas whereas everything else in creation is no longer connected directly with shamavaya, and that's the point that Al Altarev is making here in was sagte Garois are derius how what is an expression of this quality that the neshama beyad has how do you see this quality in in ihr verbundenheit mit shmavaiah how do we see this connection to shmavaiah that a neshama has like abey and as distinct from all the other created parts of elements of creation we khair wo bandos gekannt me wahr Perhaps we could have we could explain it in this way. According to what it says in Tanya, that the reduction of energy which comes through Shemalikim, which the numerical value of Alikim is Ateva, which means that when things are filtered through nature, that the fact that it everything works through nature conceals the fact that in truth everything uh, everything transcends the whole creation transcends the natural process so the shemalakim makes it appear as if everything in creation is just it's just natural it follows a natural process and that's all that's happening in other words it conceals that in fact everything is godly in its Essence. So based on this, we could explain that what is distinct about the Nishama of a person, as opposed to the rest of creation, these these dolomata, even in the Nishama of a person as in as it is in this world, and its connection with shem avaya, by them, where do where is it expressed? Because when you look at a Jew, you see in a very obvious way that the way Yidden are, the way the Jewish experience in the world happens in such a way, and he makes the point to say that this is not only true about the Jewish community as a whole, but that every individual Jew is also... Uh, Hashem conducts the life of every individual Jew not just the general population of the Jewish people Is everything about the Jewish nation is transcends nature it's a miraculous fact that the Jews are here and everything about each individual Jew also Hashem conducts the life of every Jew in a supernatural way it transcends that nature In other words as the famous writer said that if you need proof of god look at the jewish people the fact that they're still here a, a nation that is so persecuted and so on so th- if you look at the jews you see <laughs> the connection to god you see that it's so su- supernatural that's abaya supernatural is abaya but if you ex- explain it merely that way as does as from that what makes the neshama of yid distinct from all the other creations is nishkhen hefrish Then you then it turns out that there isn't anything fundamentally different between a Jew and the neshama of yid and everything else in creation. And uh, as he he used the term, <coughs> the al uses the term hefrish There is a, trim, a an extremely intense difference an extremely important difference and he uses otzum which means that the difference is qualitative, there's a qualitative difference between uh, the neshama and the rest of creation and Ma'id means bekamos, that is a quantitative difference, Ma'id means so much, in other words it's a matter of qu- uh, quantity so the difference between uh, neshama ve'yid and its connection to Hashem is so different from the rest of creation, qualitatively and quantitatively. So, But where do we see that difference if the way you explain it is, well, look at that, the Jewish people made it through uh, thousands of years and they're here, so that doesn't describe something super qualitative and quantitative. It is an important distinction, but it doesn't seem to say that it's totally and qualitatively different. But this could be similar to the difference between, let's say, the heavenly bodies, which are considered to be closer in their manifestation of godliness than uh, than the rest of creation, or malachim and the way they manifest Hashem. Like for the, the, or as I said, he says the uh, the difference between. Heavenly bodies and uh, and earthly bodies. de of is in them, just like the, the the difference between or the quality that is found in the heavenly bodies as opposed to the earthly bodies is in the fact that in heavenly bodies you see godly, uh, uh, God's hand more manifest than when you look at the earthly bodies. how do we know that because we say the Pasuk says turn your eyes upward the Pasuk says lift your eyes upward and you will see who created all this, in other words the Pasuk is saying that if you look at the heavenly bodies you will see who created it in other words they indicate that there is a God that created it all Well, it doesn't say, look at the earth and you'll see who created this. Why? Because the heavenly bodies have a greater manifestation of God's hand in creation. So, just like there is a difference between heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, the same difference exists between the Jewish existence and uh, even heavenly bodies. But it's all a relative difference. We don't see a qualitative difference from this explanation. Al and just like we see the difference between the heavenly bodies and the, uh, and the earthly bodies, in a similar way, in this explanation, the Maila Adam, we would also see the, the that there's a quality in the Nishama of a person over the heavenly bodies, the Because when you look and you see that the Jewish people are one lamb amongst seventy wolves, the Himish yet it's protected from them. And the same is also that when you look at every Jew individually, if you know how to look, you will see that the Jews come through you know, very, very difficult situations. Individual Jews. So, therefore, when you look at the Jewish experience, you see the revelation of God in this. In a more revealed and an immediate way you see even even more than if you were to look at the heavenly bodies you look at the Jewish experience you see even more godliness than if you look at the sun fine, that's what it would mean so that doesn't quite capture what the Altarab is trying to say that there is a fundamental difference between the neshama of a Jew and all the rest of creation and in addition to this and which is even more the most important point the Be ranal this explanation brings to is not vindication so Adam weiß der schema vayes lo maino ataba all this does is that if you look at a Jew, you see that it in other words it points to hasha havaya. yes there must be a havia behind it abenishvi ze is helga schema vay boru but it doesn't in any way indicate that a jew is part of that havia all it says is, you look at the Jewish experience, there must be a God running this. But it doesn't in any way indicate that the Jews are integrally connected to Shem Avaya. And for this reason, the al Rebbe adds, therefore the Malochim are called by the name of Lekim, and brings, to them the p'sukim, and brings three Psukim to make the point, to make it clear, as the chiluk and the he wants to make it clear that the difference between a neshama of a person and all of the rest of creation, including even the heavenly bodies and even the malachim, is a chiluk ikri is a fundamental difference. It's a completely different situation. How does he say it? How does that explain it? Hey, the tam favos malachim vere an of Meshem is. What is the reason why Malachim are called by the name of Hashem? Why do they carry Hashem's name, as we explained before? Because the godly energy that is within them is very manifest. That's what you see when you look at an angel. In other words, In other words, not only that through them, it reveals that there is a godly energy which is animating them, which brings them into being The which is the case that if you look at the sun and the moon so you say there must be a god behind this, this couldn't have happened on its own, that's the feeling that you get when you look at the vast universe and so on but it, it doesn't in any way express god it just says there must be a god behind it all by tzavash nor azayimetzias gufa. So by but by, by angels, it's very different. What it expresses is in azayimetzias gufavidos the in them vazeimetzias is kishma malachim. The the fact that they exist as angels. A shtein shtemdig mit a on zayin and greats <laughs> um makanz and the avishnes A malach means an angel means he's there to represent Hashem. That's all he does. That's all a malach is. That's what his whole is. that's the only reason he exists is just to carry out the will of Hashem. When you look at an angel you don't say there must be God which created angels. When you look at an angel you see God. You see that he represents God. He manifests God. His whole existence is about God. That's all you see is God so from this we understand as when you look at an angel is a, in terms of where do you see more godliness manifest an angel is on a higher level than in the shama as it is in the, in the physical body for this reason a person an neshama that is in a guf that is in a body is not called by the name of Hashem. I feel in Never mind Shemabaya, Not even a Hashem alikim. From this we understand this also from the fact that when a neshama is down here, is old from a It's possible that a person should act contrary to the will of Hashem ban which is very different than angels. An angel is always at the ready to fulfill the will of Hashem. Would never do anything that goes against the will of Hashem. Whereas a human, a person, could act in contrary to the will of Hashem, because in a human uh, existence, a Jewish existence the the will of Hashem is not manifest the way it is by an angel. The phone is moving, so from this we understand was Sushem alakim. So from this we understand the fact that everything in creation, even including angels, is connected to the name of Lakim. adam Sushem Avaya, and the Sham of a person is connected to Shem Avaya is has nothing to do with the fact it doesn't say in any way that there is more godliness manifest through uh, Elakim or Avaya that's not what it is about because angels have more a greater level of manifestation of the existence of the the immediacy of Hashem in their existence than a neshama has in its existence what it's trying to say is in other words it's not how much of it is recognized or not that's not what it's about. By a much more of it is recognized. What it's saying is that it's a fundamentally different type of Chayis. Whether you see it or not, it's a totally different And The Neshama Ayid is a totally different type of godly energy than anything else in creation, including Angels. The highest from all nevroim, oich from The energy of all creation, even a malachim, is from Shem Comes from Shem And the chayas from Neshama Adam. Whereas the highest that comes from the to the nesham of a person is vizi is melubish Even as it is in the body where the godliness is concealed, is from Shem Is comes from Shem Totally different type of energy. Umbach chiluk. And in order to explain this difference between the neshama of a person and the rest of creation, even the angels, in regards to the type of chayas which it brings them into being, and even though, as we said before, it's true that everything originates in shemavaya. And on, the other hand, on the other hand, even the nisham of a person also had to be filtered through the words of creation, the imamaris, the statements of creation, in order to reduce the energy, in order for it to be able to enter into a body. In order to bring out this point, bring the Altarebba Drei Psukim. brings three Psukim, where three Psukim in which the Malachim are called by the name of which corresponds to the three different levels of Malachim in, wor- in the world's as well as it corresponds to the three types of letters as we said, thought, speech and action from which the three different types of Malachim are created so what the Altarab is trying to bring out then is that it's not about how much revelation of the, of the energy that you have within you, it's not about that. The Malachim have much more than that than, uh, than a typical Yid. The, the point that he's making is there is a fundamental difference in the kind of Chayas as it is down here in this world. Yes, everything orina- or originates in Shemavaya. Yes, the Neshama of a Yid also has to be filtered through a Lakim. But when it gets down into the when it's here even when it's here, it's still connected to Shemavaya, whereas the rest of creation is not connected anymore to Shemavaya, it's connected to Shemalukim. And in order to bring that out, he brings the three Psukim. of the, how the way these three Psukim indicate three different types of Malachim, why is it he explained that they indicate three, but he doesn't, didn't explain yet how they indicate three different types of malachim. The rabbi is going to explain it now. If you look at what is the subject, what is the context in which the malachim are called in each pasik you'll see that there's a fundamental difference between each one. In the first posse, the, the he creates a relationship between the malach, the malachim which are being spoken of, and the shamas Yisro. The Pasuk is, Havaye lekechem, Havaya your God, whose God is it? The God of the Jews. In other words, the neshamas Yisro. Havaye lekeichem, he is the God of the angels. So he brings, the, he created a connection between the God as he is the God of the Jews and the God as he is the God of the angels. From Allocheman and Kraim Bashemal Kid. Mashaenkin it sweetin and Dritten Pasuk where in the second and third Pasuk it doesn't really connect it to Nishama's Yisrael at all. Now when we get to the second Pasuk, where it says praise the God of the angels, is there is it it's a higher level, it describes a higher level in terms of angels than the third pasuk does. So the first pasuk describes the greatest level of angels, which is they're connected to neshama Yisro In the second pasuk, there is a higher level of angel described there than in the third pasuk. How so? In them v'sde malachim Over here, the malachim are called Elochim, God. Nishvi in third pasuk, not as in the third pasuk. What does it say there? the sons of God in other words something derivative from God but it's not describing them anymore as God himself obviously what is meant by this is that when you refer to them as God directly it means that there is a greater revelation of godliness manifest in them than when you merely refer to them as the sons. In other words, a derivative from elikim. It means there is a diminished revelation of godliness in that lower level. So the third level expresses a lower, a less manifestation of God's presence. The noise of Lozeh. In addition to that, is in zweiten pasuk werd er man and the second Pasagi also mentions the God of the angels, El Elkim, the God of the angels. so it also points directly to the God of that the ain the the angels come from God. It draws the connection. there's an obvious connection between the two so it's describing. The name elohim as it's attached to the angels, which is obviously not the same as Elakim itself. But it draws the connection. Elokei her Elekim, the god of the angels. You see the connection between the way it is manifest in the angels and the way it is in its original source in the name Elakim itself. The Funus verstandig so that's in the second passage. The Funus verstandig from this we understand, in the first passage where the angels are connected with Hashem the God of the Jews in other words of over there it's talking about angels which are in the world the level of the Bria the world of thought because in that level, in the world of Bria, which is the world of thought, where letters are merely in the in this ethereal place of letters of thought, before they come down into a more uh, congealed way or a more physical way, which is letters of of words of speech. Over there, it's what does it say about the Jewish people? Where are, do the Jewish people emanate from? Yisrael Aluba b'machshava, the Jewish existence created uh, started in the thoughts of Hashem. Not from His words, where He spoke the world into being, but it precedes that in the world of Bria, in the world of thought. And, and it's connecting the angels to that level. So therefore, we're talking about angels as they're found in the world of Bria, in other words, the srafim, which come from the letters of thought. In the second pasuk, in the second posse, in the second passage he already doesn't connect elokim, the the God of the angels, with the Jewish people. It doesn't say elokhem, your God. So we've now lost the connection between the angels and the Jewish people. But, the Elakim, which is what animates them, which is what they are drawing on, is in a very manifest way. The word is there. ha First of all, it's Elakim, not B'nei elokim, And it's also connected to Elakei, to the name which which brings them their chayas. That's describing the Melachim as they are in the world of Yitzirah yitzirah is gilui because Yitzira means to reveal he creates light which means he brings it all out into a revealed state so the, the fact that the malachim are connected to is in a very manifest state they're called alakim, not b'nei alakim they're elekei alakim the source is very is, uh, is clear and, and manifest and revealed there, there as well when in dritten then the third is NISHBIGOLI, where even the name of is not any more revealed in this third pasik. It's talking about the sons of God. In other words, some derivative of Akim,mas, that already describes the malachim as they are in the world of Asiya, which is already much removed from its godly source. So it describes beautifully the three levels of the angels and from where they come and the pasuk how it relates to it and what that pasuk brings out and so on. Zion. The bir is of an but this doesn't yet quite capture the, the point. Lefi zekumtois because according to the Zohar as in the in the Mishne, Allah shon tish in twa'it and pasuk and driten pasuk that in the difference in the way the second pasuk and the third pasuk are phrased is merumas nor the chilek inem aifim videm Allah mozaneh makabel dom chayes It only describes how the the angel of that particular world receives from elokim. Here it's in a more manifest way; you see the connection more. Here it's in a less manifest way; it's called bnei elokim and so on. That in the, the angels that are in the world of Yitzirah, it's more obvious and, uh, than in the we're angels in the world of Asiya. But the way the Rebbe's father describes it, that they, they come about, they are created through three different levels of ISIS. As that even in the name of the itself, which is what Oysius is referring to, there are three separate levels. All we describe till now about the differences between the Malachim is how much of their source is recognized within them. But we don't see, it doesn't describe in any way, that there's a difference in the type of Oysius, and the type of a uh, creation uh, or the type of chayis which comes to them is mashmad dehiluk eloheinu senda psukim zeh merum is zeh meram oich euch indibso ye fun de psukim in seinem merum is euch dehiluk a beginis von but from the fact that he relates it to the psukim to the three different psukim it would seem that the three psukim also explain not just how much of elokim is manifest within them, but also that there is a fundamental difference in the type of Chayis which they receive. was so asked to explain that, letters of thought, when we talk about the letters which form thought, then those... Original letters which form thought are also the same letters which then are drawn down into when you want to speak those words so it's based on the letters which you thought that's what translates into the words that you speak and then when you write them so that's what it all comes from the letter of thought it all originates in the letters of thought which then formulate into the letters of speech which then formulate into the letters of writing so that means that the letters of thought have contained within them three different types of letters there is the letters of thought which they exist as but they have within them also the letters which will eventually come about the letters of speech and what will even later come about is the letters of of writing from on euch von dibur on they have their own letters the letters of thought which also includes within it also the letters of speech and of writing all of these three uh, levels are contained within the letters of thought but then the letters uh, which formulate words zane in contain within them. Two levels of letters. The fundibar and fumaysa. It contains the letters which formulate the speech, as well as, which will eventually be transcribed when you write them, so it'll be, so the thought, the letters of speech contain also the letters of the writing, which will eventually happen. Plus, is kolul inze, which are contained within them. The letters of writing, which are contained within the letters of speech. On in oyses <clears throat> but in the letters of, which formulate writing all you have is those letters which are written it doesn't lead to anything more it doesn't contain anything more than that so based on this what's being said by bringing in the matter of the three different types of letters to this context to this conversation that we're having in Egeres the three levels of Mahsoba Dibira Maisa in the and Sukumanal as they are expressed by the three Psukim. In Ashton Pasuk, in the first Pasuk, Ya Vai Hu Huelak Elakim, where the words of the Pasuk is, because Hashem your God is the god of Elakim the angels. where he talks about the letters describing the letters of thought. shem Dashem Elakim all over there, the name Elachim appears in that Pasuk three times. Elekechem, uh, elekei, holakim. In zweiten pasuk, in the second pasuk, we have where it says twice the words elekei holakim. Eisus adibber because it's describing the words of speech. Zwey mol it says two times holakim because in speech there are two levels of letters: the speech and of the writing. When in dritten pasuk, whereas in the third pasuk, by vayubane holakim it just has the name holakim once. Eisus amaisa because it's referring to the letters of, of writing. Einmol, it only has the word elokim once another connection between this posseg and how it brings out the point Alpiz ches Alpiz es fashtanik, so based on this we now understand Vidur brengi didrei psukim enal, that by quoting these three psukim kum zua teisiz birem dechilik ikit tishin shemes adam and evroim bekele leich this explains that fundamental difference between the uh, the of uh, yid and malachim, including the rest of creation. Kishem Vidas is in the gimmel bechinen and oisus just like it is in the in the letters of shemalekim, as in the oisus <speaking> Adibiris <in Hebrew> that in the letters of that formulate speech, it doesn't contain it any, anymore any the the possibility for thought. It's past thought it's now going further, so speech doesn't contain thought, speech goes to writing, goes, moves forward, the it doesn't have any more the potential for thought contained in it, although it comes from there, but it doesn't have it in there and in the, in the letters that you write doesn't have the ability to bring forth uh, words of speech, because it's past that it only contains the letters of, of writing, as we said before this is the and psukim and Sukimanal, as is brought up by the three Psukim. In Svetin Pasik Stayt the Lakim, is not Nord because in the second Pasik there's only twice the word of Lakim, and in Dritten Posik not Aimel, and the third Pasik you only have a Lakim once because it contains only one element of letters. While in the Ais sadibur is Nishta the Begin of Mahshab, because in the letters of speech you don't have any more a potential for letters of uh, of thought. And in the written word, you don't have that potential which leads you to speech. so in a similar way and even more so,' been is as it pertains to the name of Ayalakim,kim. was the from Shema. When the highest from Shemavaya? Has to enter into Shemalakim, which now will reduce it and conceal it. Is it's just like we said that when, when thought leads to speech, in speech you don't have any more thought, you don't have that potential for thought. In a similar way, when Shemavaya enters into Shemalakim, in Alukim you don't have any more Havayat. It's as if there isn't that quality of Shem Avaya anymore, because now it's in Elakim and it goes further. Just like Dibra's speech doesn't have in it anymore, the element of Machshavah. It no longer has the Shem Avaya as it is on its own before it integrates into Shem El-Kim. So it doesn't have that anymore. Shemalikim no, no longer has Shemavaya as it is above and beyond Shemalikim. And even though, as a parenthetic uh, point, the Rebbe says, even though it's said, it's a thing that's uh, prevalent in Chassidus, pervasive in Chassidus, that the, any concealment of any godliness the same would be true of the Shem Alekim, is only, is only from the perspective looking up. When you look from below, and you look upwards, so Shem is concealed by Shem But that's only from our perspective. But when you're looking from top down, the way Hashem looks at it, The fact is that all of these concealments are not, to, do not conceal anything from Hashem. To Hashem, everything is just totally revealed, the concealments only conceal from bi- from below up, but from top down, there is no concealment. So therefore, you might think that this negates the whole uh, thesis that he's trying to say here, that in Shem Alekim, there is no longer Shem Avaya. Well, that's only from the uh, bottom up, but the way Hashem looks at it, in Shemalakim, you have the full revelation of Abaya. So that's true is the Chabamavur Bakama Kamis. But on the other hand, it explains in many places, as the Simsum Lagabe that the concealment as it exists for the the ones below, for us down here below, is Nishkandimion. You shouldn't think that it's just imaginary to us, nor Amitsiais, but that is our reality. The reality is that it is concealed from us. So it's not just a pretend, so that is a reality, and it is concealed from us, and therefore, in Shema Lakim, the status of Shemavaya, its connection to Shemavaya as it stands above and beyond the Lakim is true. It's not connected. We don't see the connection anymore and therefore it would it would see it what you, the result is, the net result is. As in the machayus elokim says machayu mahavd in that the godly energy which brings life which brings existence to the nevroim to the created beings b'yiras b'nigayit zu nevroim as it is in the rest of creation is nistad bechinu from iluf in shem avaya sees a shem elokim therefore in because elokim uh, sorry havaya had to be filtered through elokim. And therefore, havaya is no longer there. Now it's elokim, and it loses it the status of havaya as it is beyond elokim. Just like in dibur, you no longer have the lo- letter, the words of thought. So also in elokim, as it pertains to the rest of creation, other than the Jews, i will explain in a minute. It comes purely from shem elokim. There is no connection, there's no connecting it back to Shem Avaya and that's what he's bringing out from the Elakim, that how many times it says Elakim in regards to each level Machshav Adib Aramayse and that's the difference, that's where you have the difference between the Neshama Adam and the rest of creation including Malachim the highest from Malachim is from Shem the energy that comes to the Malachim comes from Malachim V.S. is Kiel and Nishto and Emdim Chinnuf and Shemavaya, as we explained that in Alakim there is no connection, the connection to Avaya is lost, is cut off. And even in Alakim Gufa is the Chayas Malachim, the Yitzhirah, and the Malachim on a lower level, in the level of yitzira. It comes only from dibur. Vasin which is connected, which doesn't have the connection to machshava. When the and the energy to the alochem in the world of asiyah is is from an even lower level. Only the letters of uh, writing, in velchas nishtabachin is a in which there is no connection to dibur. No so, in other words, that the, this point traces the fact that each successive level as you go down loses the connection to the upper level and here is the most important point whereas when we talk about the neshama sa'adam is even after it comes down that it has to filter through the letters of Adam through the statement let there be man which is actually the letters of let us make man even in this lowest level where it's already connected to Asiyah we're going to make, in other words it's the lowest level possible for the creation of man and that's necessary in order to be able to allow the Neshama to enter into a physical body in this physical world, is still it maintains it retains its direct connection to Shamavaya. and that's how it's distinct so he describes, he doesn't Yet, describe why that is, it just, or how that is, just says that this is the fact, this is the reality. By Malachim they lose their connection, certainly, everything else in creation loses its connection to Shemavaya, even though it all originates in Shemavaya. But by Neshamas Odom, Neshamas Yisroel, it maintains, even in its lowest level, even in the reality of Maisa of the created world in a, in a physical body it still has a direct link to Cheloch HaVaya to HaVaya